Good day! I am Jelly Villilongha, a customs administration student and a future licensed customs broker. You are listening to the CM2 podcast and this is about the entrance and clearance of vessels engaged in foreign trade. The show that brings you to an incredible knowledge and awareness of carriers, vessels, and aircrafts. What are the importance of understanding the procedures on the entrance and clearance of vessels as a customs administration student? As a customs administration student, there are three importance of understanding the procedures on the entrance and clearance of vessels. First, to familiar with all the applicable rules and regulations upon entrance and clearance of vessels. Second, it helps us to understand what documents are needed and to be collected upon entry of vessels. And lastly, to gain more knowledge about the formal entry of vessels and clearance shipment which can be applied for our future profession. Upon entrance of vessels at a port of entry in the Philippines, what are the basic principles to be observed? According to the CMTA Section 1201 and Section 1202, vessels and aircrafts engaged in foreign trade shall visit designated ports of entry only. No existing and valid government contract covering the handling of import and export cargo shall be diminished or impaired. Every vessel or aircraft arriving within a customs district of the Philippines from a foreign port shall dock at the designated port of entry and shall be subject to the authority of the district collector of the port while within its jurisdiction. Upon the arrival in port of any vessel engaged in foreign trade, it shall be unlawful for any person except the pilot, consul, quarantine officers, customs officers, or other duly authorized person to board or leave the vessel without permission of the customs officers concerned. What are the documents to be produced upon entry of vessels? Upon entry of a vessel engaged in foreign trade, the master shall present the following certified documents to the customs boarding officers. The vessel's general declaration, the original manifest of all cargoes designed for the port, three copies of the original manifest upon certification by the boarding officer, a copy of the cargo stowage plan, two copies of the store list, one copy of the passengers list, one copy of the crew list, original copy of all cargo manifest for deposit with the customs officer, passengers manifest containing the names of all foreigners, one copy of the original duplicate a fully accomplished bill of lading, shipping goods and register of the vessel of Philippine registry and such other related documents, documents shall produced by the master upon entry of vessel. What are the rules and regulations to follow in unloading and loading of cargoes? According to the CMTA Section 1211 and Section 1213, unloading of cargo from a vessel or aircraft from a foreign port during official non-working hours shall be allowed subject to payment of services fees by shipping lines, airlines, or other parties at rates prescribed by the commissioner. Upon departure, the cargo or a part may be reloaded and board the vessel, and the vessel may proceed with the same to its destination, subject only to the charge for storing and safekeeping of the goods and the fees for entrance and clearance. No port charges shall be collected in vessels entering through stress of weather, duress, or other urgent necessities. After unloading and loading of cargoes, what are the procedures on the clearance of vessels for foreign port 
and the important rules and regulations to be observed by the master of the departing vessel. According to the CMTA Section 1214, the entry and clearance of transport or supply ship of a foreign government shall be in accordance with the agreement by and between the Philippine and the foreign government. In addition, according to CMTA Section 1217, the master of a departing vessel shall state under oath that all cargoes conveyed in the vessel destined for the Philippines have been duly discharged or accounted. A true copy of outgoing cargo manifest has been furnished to the Bureau. Next, no letters or packets not enclosed in properly stamped envelopes sufficient to cover postage have been received or will be conveyed. And if clearing without passenger, the vessel will not carry upon the inset voyage from the Philippine port any passenger of any class or other person not entered upon the ship's declaration. And according to the CMTA Section 1218, at the time of clearance, the master of a departing vessel shall be required to indicate the time or intended departure, and if the vessel shall remain in port for 48 hours after the time indicated, the master shall report to the district collector for an extension of time of departure, and without such extension, the original clearance shall be nullified. As a conclusion, how port operation rules and regulations affect the customs broker profession? Port operation rules and regulations affect the customs broker profession through applying the knowledge of these rules and regulations when handling and engaging in such port operation activities and customs facilitation. It helps to practice the profession, such as preparing requisite documents for every vessel arriving and cargoes leaving or brought into the Philippine territory. It contributes a vital process in the world of imports and exports as a practice for the profession of a customs broker to their respective duties and functions. So that's all for our podcast. Thank you for listening.